Hi there, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Frankie 411 podcast. I'm your host, Haley Overseth. This episode, my guest is Leilani of The Magical Solution. She's a natural espiritista mystica, an educator, a curandera, a diviner, a singer, and an activist. She also hosts her own video cast, This Is How We Grow, which is on Spotify and YouTube, and I'll have links in the description below for you. Leilani was born spiritually gifted and began putting her abilities to use at the age of two. With over 30 years of experience as a world-educated, solitary practitioner of the magical mystical arts, nearly 25 years of that helping thousands of people from around the world. Leilani now lives in Poughkeepsie, New York, home of the Poughkeepsie seer prophet Andrew Davis Jackson, with her husband and her dog. There, she continues to offer her spiritual services online and in her local community of NYC in the Hudson Valley. I do hope you enjoy this conversation I have with Leilani. She has some very beautiful energy, and I enjoyed it very much. I hope you will, too. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have Leilani from The Magical Solution, and you just look absolutely amazing. You belong Uh. (laughs) on uh, some kind of magazine cover. I don't know. You look great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you for the invite to the show. I'm really excited. I'm so happy to have you here. I've been checking out a lot of your stuff, your podcasts and things like that. I've been on your YouTube channel and I love your energy. You've got great energy. I'm so happy to have you here. So could you give just a little introduction to yourself, who you are and what you do? Oh, well, you know, my name is Leilani. I am a small business owner. The Magical Solution is my business. And I'm also a small podcast host, just like you. Um, My podcast is called This Is How We Grow. Um, And basically, you know, I just serve my community with whatever skills I can obtain until the day I die. (laughs) I love it. That's fantastic. So. I, I, so my thing that I really want to know is how did you come to be where you are? Like what, what is it that puts you on this sort of the spiritual path? You know, I think we all have different sort of origin stories, I guess, right. To the whole spiritual awakening journey that we find ourselves on. What, what was yours? Oh man. Um, well, it was kind of, um, a, a mixture of different elements all happening at the same time. Isn't that, um, oh, I love it when it's a storm <laughs> like that, right? Yeah. And, and looking back on it now, it just seems so orchestrated, you know? <laughs> I feel that. Yes. But yeah, you know, um, I started showing my gifts of mediumship and being able to see entities Um, around the age of two. Um, And this was something that my family, obviously being that young, it was something that my family just kind of allowed, like played into to an extent, right? Very Um, sort of you have imaginary friends kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But but it wasn't like, you know, oh, that's not real. You know, they they definitely allowed me to engage. Right. Okay, very cool. Like, you know, that's, not everyone necessarily gets that kind of environment. So that's, really uh, cool. dude, I have to admit my parents are pretty, pretty fucking awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I allowed to? Oh, you're good. No, you're totally okay. <laughs> We're yeah. adults and all and adults on YouTube can push buttons to go away if they don't want to be here. That's perfectly fine. For sure. Yeah. My <laughs> parents are so fucking awesome. And I, I have to, I have to give kudos to, to their parenting skills for sure. Um, And so like around that time um, that happened and that that has stayed as it is. Um, and then around like six, seven, that's when my relationship with nature really started to expand. Um, cause around the age of six, I had drowned. And after that drowning, you have to go into detail on this story. What is this? Yeah. So, and here's the wild part. Here's the wild part. I've been knowing how to swim since the age of four. And so this wild situation occurred where, you know, it was me and two of my cousins in, you know, our big pool and I get pushed into the deep end, which is usually no big deal. But for some weird reason, my body just refused to move. I went into like a catatonic state, if you will. That's so bizarre. It was like so bizarre. And yet at the same time, like I was terrified, but at the same time I wasn't. And um, 
according to my cousin, I was down there for a, a few minutes because um, he was in the house by the time, you know. So you were just in the water before someone pulled you out and yep that is amazing and And then ever since then it's just like you know seeing auras seeing um you know just different things around and part of that was really connecting with the elements um in nature I love it really having experiences with the elements was in which is what was insane um and so that was around seven Okay. And then like around like 12 years old, that's when the divination curiosity, 11, 12 years old divination curiosity came in. And okay. it was just, are we, are we from tarot, there. tarot cards or, or like, what's your, what's your, what was the, the introduction into the divination? The introduction was a set of alchemy stones, um, which actually wasn't even a thing. It was uh, a set that was created by an author um, because they felt that the symbols in alchemy really had beautiful, like psychological transformative information about them. And I so love she that. Carved them into like these crystal rocks and sold that with the book. And I haven't found it since. I freaking lost that set two years oh, ago. Oh man! If anyone out there knows what that is or where to find it, please. like please let us know. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. Yeah, alchemy and hermetics. That was that was where the occult stuff came in for sure. You know, that's interesting because I would say that like I did, I definitely didn't have like a drowning scenario or anything like that. <laughs> but like I, I would say I had a similar sort of interest in the occult that kind of started from a very young age too. And just that curiosity and that very, like, I have that very intense connection to nature too. So I, I just yeah. love that we ended up connecting and have it to, co- to have a conversation. Cause I'm like, I just, it's because our energy aligns and I love it. And that's just so exciting to me. Yes. And, you know, just like you said, you know, being a little kid and being curious, what's really cool about us is that we never lose that curiosity growing up. And I think that that's why, you know, we stay yeah. in this field. I love it because it, I, I, that is what drives me is curiosity, curiosity about existence, about, you know, okay, my story and, I think I'm at a point where like, that's why I'm doing the podcast. I'm so super interested in everyone else's story now. <laughs> like I need to know more about you. What's about, tell me about you. So right. I, I wonder if you could go back a little bit into, so can you talk a little bit more about nature? How does that play into, I guess, maybe your experience and, and is there something that you find helpful in? Like for me, I know I find it helpful to be in nature to kind of tap more into my intuition. Can you talk Mm. a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. You know, throughout the entire time doing hardcore research in various different religious studies, right? I went from, you know, alchemy, hermetics to Rosicrucianism to, I mean, like I covered it all, right? Mm -hmm. And throughout the entire process, the connecting link was always the elements, you could find it everywhere. It was in every religion, in every mystic tradition, in every occult, every part of the world. It's in, yeah, astrology. Everywhere. So because that was the connecting link, that's where I kept my focus. And because that's the spirits that I met first outside of the dead, the, Mm -hmm. the element spirits were the first ones to come to me and make themselves known. And so for me, you know, nature is like, yeah, it's a place to go to like let off some steam and to like tap in and to meditate. But it's like also a place to really dive into how the elements play out in your body, your blood, the way you breathe, the right. you know, all of that. Because I you are that. the elements and the elements are you. And once you get that in, in your mind, it's a whole different relationship. I love that. I, I really do love it. That's something I feel like I'm going to listen and edit this later. And it's like, that's going to sink in even more. I need some time. <laughs> I need some time to absorb that just a little bit. <laughs> but so can you talk a little bit about then like your, what is that experience like, or what sort of communication are you, because I know for myself, um, trying to tap into things or, or feeling and having a sense that there is, you know, my inner, my inner being and other entities, like they're trying to talk to me. So, but I know that some of what blocks that for, for probably a lot of us who are very curious about these things and want to tap into them, what blocks it to some degree is, Mm 
having certain expectations of what that communication looks like. Right. Mm. And I try to remind myself very frequently, like the universe does not speak English. The universe speaks vibration. You got to right. Fu- right. Like, so can you talk a little bit about what that sort of interactive experience is like for, for you and your experience? So coming from, um, a, you know, Caribbean background, a Latin background, the experience with spirits is very literal. We can perceive them just as we can perceive people and their interaction with us and our interaction with them is so much so that you can blur the lines as to where one begins and the other ends. Like, it it can get that serious. So in terms of, you know, what is it like? I think the best way to describe what the situation is, is just to be very trustful in your own senses. Because I think a lot of people, when they think of mediumship, they, and they think of like the Claire's, for example, Mm -hmm. they assume it's some sort of extrasensory type or like a shadow version of our senses or something mm-hmm. but it is our senses and we're we're utilizing them but we're just going deeper into them so like for example if you are clairaudient and you can hear spirits but you're brand new at this and you're you're trying to figure out like how to do that without getting scared you start with first allowing the sound to just be And then you're going to listen through the sound to hear what's behind the sound. If that makes sense. I'm going to have to try this. I love that you picked Claire audience because that is something that like I have that, that I'm like, okay, I know that I'm almost tapping into it. Like there's just a lot of things. It's kind of like, I can look back at things like even years ago that I'm like, I remember that I heard something. (laughs) <laughs> there was no you know but now yeah. it's uh, it's to the point where like I have words come into my head that I know mm-hmm. aren't me right and yes. sometimes it's interesting to me because like there are times when and it's when I get myself into a really very relaxed state generally I might be meditating or it's like before bed and I'm just kind of sometimes doing my visualizations and sometimes it'll be like in an accent or like there have been times that I've had words in other languages that I'm like, okay, I know I've heard that word. And I think it's a German word. Like I have to go look it up and find what it means. Right. Mm. So it's listen through the sound. I'm going to have to, I don't know if you can go in more detail in that. Like, but <laughs> well, I think, it, it, I because think we're I have... talking about two different clairs because okay, that is, about that's that. more clear sentience when they're able to put the thought in your mind for you or when they're able to provoke your thoughts to create the message that they need to give you. Okay. Um, so that's a little different than clear audience. You can have the perception of hearing what's happening in your mind, but it's essentially in there it's a clear right. sentient situation okay um so but i'm when i'm saying clear audience i mean like literal you know See, and i've had sound. That, the, that experience too and and for me lately it's been a lot of my ears ringing and mm-hmm. it's listen inter- through it that it but it's interesting you say that and i'm gonna have to try it because i've noticed that like it, it's been for a while that i've been hearing it but in the last like few weeks and months the the t- the pitch has gone up Yes. Ah. Like it's, you know, and I'm like, what does that mean? That's very exciting. You so- know, try and listen to it in the shower. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You're gonna. It, okay. If it doesn't come as a ringing in the shower, it will come almost like a choir or angelic voices. Okay. Singing. It's going gonna to sound to wild this. because the water is a conduit. So it's sure, easy yeah. to tap in, you know, when you're standing there and you're like, okay, I'm ready to listen. It's it. wild. <laughs> I, I know. I love it. I'm going to have to try this. I'm so super excited. That's amazing. So and I, I love that you're bringing in sound into this conversation. Sound is like such an esoteric, like vibration oh, so much, right? There's yes. so much, like everything is vibration and, and everything is sound. And just because we can't necessarily hear it with our human ears, it's, it's kind of that intuition and tapping into the, the, Exactly. You know, like you said, it's not necessarily extrasensory. It's something that we have forgotten we are a part of and can act capable of. Yeah, right. You know, so the, and that's something that really fascinates me, too. And I wonder if you sort of work with this or experience in what what you do with the services that you offer, 
Yeah. I like I do have a sense of like things are upgrading as uh, like our collective human consciousness, right? That more people are becoming a lot more curious about these kinds of topics and are not um, sort of rejecting them outright the way that I, I certainly remember for myself growing up, right? Because being into the esoteric and the occult st- type stuff for me growing up was like taboo and it was wrong and it was, you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, we've gotten to a place, I think, where there's so much more of this available. Do you see sort of, I, I guess, is there a progress that you see to, to maybe oh, the people sure. you work with? And can you talk a little bit about that? For sure. Um, you, I mean, you hit the nail. There's, there's an increase in curiosity mm-hmm. and there's an increase of people with gifts as well. Um, we're seeing more mediums, we're seeing more psychic activity and we're seeing more elevation of those gifts. You know, people being able to move things now, people being able to, you know, like, it's, I love, it's, I love seeing the, yeah. the telekinesis stuff that people do or, or the hydrokinesis stuff people do. I love seeing that. It's, it's crazy. And it's awesome. And I love it's amazing. it. Yeah. It's such an exciting time to be alive. Isn't it? I think it's we are in just the most exciting time space reality that we could possibly be in as humans, <laughs> aren't we? And I sometimes I have to remind myself of that. Like mm. you wanted to be here because this is exciting. So exactly. like, let's not get caught up in some of those negative human subconscious programs that we're trying to let go of a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. So is that can can you talk about that a little bit? Do you work with that a little in terms of I do, but not really. It's it's just a different form than the sort of conscious movement that's happening right now. Because um, like I said, you know, I come from a, a Latin background, so we have a kind of spiritist tradition, if you will, sure. mm-hmm. um, where the goal of every single person on this planet is to progress and elevate. And that goal is going to be achieved through reincarnation eventually. Okay. (laughs) And with the help of good spirits and with the help of their conduits, which are the mediums. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the more people that get on board with that idea there's also this other layer to it because it's like okay well if we're all here to progress we're all being given gifts of mediumship and our mediumship and our reincarnation are the and the good spirits are what assists us in our evolutionary process what else assists us in our evolutionary process and that extra layer is charity good deeds being a good person and so Mm -hmm. this idea of of evolving the only way to do it is together and in harmony you can't there's no way of this idea of progressing and being individualistic or this idea of progressing and being uh, the antithesis to to that you can't have both it's not it's not competition it's harmony like we have to break out of that old cycle of you know this idea that there's not enough for everyone and oh, really there's like more than enough there's so much more than enough for everyone and we can absolutely share all of it and all experience yeah. abundance and you know and I, especially if you don't approach it from a scarcity mentality let's not forget the reason why people think there's not enough for everyone is because people grab from that place of scarcity and that's a tough that is a tough tough mindset to get rid of it has been systematically drilled into generations and generations of people absolutely Um, so to get that out of out of the mind is it's it's almost like all right well prove it to me because if you look at my lifestyle, I'm living in the hood. I got three kids. I'm working for like, you know, like prove it to me. Okay. If I, right. You know, and I don't blame them for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if the progression is something that we all truly want, we need to start there. You always, you know, like, I think people forget the the rule of nature. Like it's either going to be one of two things. Either you cut the limb off or you go and you assist it, you know, you fix mm-hmm. it. And I think we're just, we're a world now that's starting to see that we need to help each other. That's the only way. 
I, I love that. And it's something that, you know, I kind of sometimes think to myself like, well, why did I pick this incarnation in this particular location that I'm in or, you know, the kind of like background that I had. And I do think that sometimes that like, there's a part of like your soul mission to some degree that says, well, you had to know, you had to have some kind of an experience with those kind, like you said, you know, the people who are, you know, prove it to me, the people who don't want to believe because they have been so stuck in the mindset that they experience that as their life all the time. Mm-hmm. And you have a different perspective. And it's like, I know I have a different perspective. It's like you selected to be in a space where you could see that because you needed to be seen your different perspective needed to be seen by those people, whether they ascribe to it or not in this lifetime, that's not the important thing. It's the exposure to your new mindset that is valuable. So it's, you know, it's kind of that grow where you're planted sort of thing, because you planted yourself here, even if you don't remember it, you know, you chose to be here. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's, that is a tough pill to swallow. Um, when you're speaking about marginalized groups um, because or or even just like speaking about just cultures around the world where you see, you know, starving children or, you know, uh, sex trafficking or whatever. Oh, the, reality the things is, that make you just wish that you could just send uh, all your good vibes and energy and just heal it and fix it. Just make it go away. Yeah. yeah. But the reality is, is that it's there. And mm-hmm. so to tell someone that they chose that is tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. And honestly, it's, it's something I wouldn't want to say to someone because it doesn't, it doesn't help them where they are. And right. that's the, that's the goal. That's- I think like when we look at the, like, okay. So for example, someone asked me that same question not too long ago. They were like, Leilani, you know, how can I possibly say that I chose this? Like, this is, I'm poor. I'm having so much. Mm-hmm. And I said to them, I said, and, and the problem was, is that they were blaming religion and God for this. I said, the problem is, is that you're, you're, you're blaming, you're blaming God and a religion that didn't have anything to do with that piece of what you're talking about what you're talking about is a systematic problem from lower vibrational people that created that system right so we're not talking about you chose to 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 have that system exactly not it's it's that um i mean and i like for myself i say it really to the to speak to like i understand from the place and the perspective i have now through all these different rabbit holes that I've gone down and these interests that I've had for so long. Right. I'm finally in a place where I can say I chose this for a reason. I appreciate it. Now I can see the value in it now and I can utilize that in a more positive way. But I absolutely it's I'm not so far away from when I had that same feeling of blame everybody else or I could not possibly have chosen like having again that scarcity lackful mindset. I, you know, I very much uh, still remember the worst moments of that for myself. And I certainly, you know, feel the pangs of that sometimes still when I know and I'm like, okay, you still got to let that go. Right. You know, and but that's part of uh, again, I think. You you have your you you place yourself in that because there has to be a part of you that believes you could have you could learn from it in a way that would allow you to help others exactly right that you can use it in a positive way for your community that you that you're in yeah at the end of the day at the end of the day all spiritual systems start with self Mm -hmm. all spiritual systems start with self and whether you ascribe to past lives or spirit contracts or random uh you know evolution whatever you ascribe to at the end of the day there comes a point just like what you did where you just wake up and say I'm in this circumstance. This is what the fuck it is. Right. All right. So like now I got to figure out how to get out of it. And 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 you start empowering yourself. And I think that's the part that people need help with. I agree. And no judgment needs to be placed there. Nothing needs to be placed there other than the 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 help and the smile or, mm-hmm. or maybe the money or maybe the whatever, whatever, however you can do it, you know? And I think that's another thing, Haley. I mean, yeah. not to like bung, you know, totally bogard the conversation. Cause I love stuff like this, but no, that, yes, please do. Yeah. Like that's like another thing too. Like people assume that, 
you know, to do good deeds, to do charity, to be a good person means that you have to be financially able to do that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it could just pay a person a compliment. No, you know, uh, really, though, the, like, the energy you put out means so much more than you realize. So I always more. think that like I'm that person that like and I've uh, it's again recently kind of realized that I do it. I'm like, oh, I love bomb strangers a lot. <laughs> like you know like I constantly if I see someone who's looking good I'm like god you look amazing because you do yeah, like, and yes like, girl uh, yeah like I am that person I do that to people like oh strangers just all the time but I always think you never know if that changed someone's day you never know exactly. if that energy was exactly what somebody needed and and you you don't again you're right it doesn't have to be service doesn't have to come in the forms that we traditionally think of right? Like your highest service can sometimes just be your energy and your presence, you know? And I I think that people are finally starting to tune into that on a self level, right? Like, okay, if I get my energy right for myself and start feeling in a good place and I can share that, that is a highest service situation where I am feeling good. (laughs) I'm healthy in myself and I give that energy away because I want to, right? Yes. Like I think sometimes people think of of service as sacrifice, right? And this is kind of something that's in my sphere a lot lately that your highest service is always going to also be your highest joy because mm-hmm. that is what harmony looks like. Yeah. Right? And you're and- serving from a place of overflow. Your cup is overflowing. Yes. You know. 100%. And it's I know it's kind of counterintuitive though, right? Because it it looks selfish from the outset based on like the human conditioning and societal conditioning that we have, right? Taking mm-hmm. care of you first is selfish. And mm. I do, but I so, think growing up in a Latin family, girl, <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that lot- guilt, that Latin guilt is for real, for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were Catholic for a while when I was growing up. So, oh. you know, there's, I think there's a little bit of that in there. Yeah. There's a lot of, I understand that guilt element, the, yeah. you know, you're born you know- bad. But you know what? We all have different. We are all so beautifully different and all have beautifully different things to bring to the table. And some days your cup is going to be empty in some things and overflowing in other things. You know, Mm -hmm. you may have an overabundance of the need to want to talk to somebody versus but yet the other cups of like money or this Mm -hmm. or that might be might be low but you have this overabundance to want to talk to someone well you know what there's someone that needs to be talked to so go find that person right (laughs) because that's that's the balance of nature right and balance and I think that's something I remind myself of a lot lately too is that you know nature balances itself out and we are still part of nature. You know, that idea that we're separate from nature just because we're in our houses with walls, you know, we're not, you don't have to be out in the park to still remember that you are a part of nature. It's certainly a great way to tap into it, but you're not separate of it ever. Right. And so like the harmony and the balance is absolutely available to us. And I, you know, so can you, do you work with that element in what you do a little bit, that idea of finding that balance. For sure. Um, so I, I teach spiritual development classes right. and I take on um, one mentee a year and the whole first half of the training is for the self. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, understanding where your baseline is, knowing what your shifts look like, knowing what your thresholds are, knowing the kind of boundaries you need to have for yourself at any given time. Like a lot of shadow work, a lot Mm -hmm. of like self work, Um, in addition to, you know, the fun little self care techniques, the fun little, you know, the little practices to help with our clairs, you know, that's, that's kind of dribbled in as well in the beginning to keep Mm -hmm. the interest. But that's usually at least the crust of it. That's going to be the later half of the year when we talk about, you know, really working with spirits, going to those spirit places, the realms, you know, being in nature and and being able to work with those spirits, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So really first half is know thyself and working with self-care and spiritual hygiene. Second half is the magic and the mysticism. I love it. Yeah. And I think 
so, uh, and in your courses and things like that, can you, you know, talk a little bit about maybe those, because I think that is something again, with people being more curious, there are a lot more people out there who are looking for mm-hmm. guidance, right. And being able to tap in more deeply. Um, so can sure. you, you know, can you speak on that just a little bit and in what you do and, you know, is there, do you, do you have maybe a little bit of a, like, you, if you, if you find yourself thinking or feeling this way, this might, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what, I don't want to try to turn anything into an infomercial here, that's, but you know, no. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the class is definitely intended. It's intended for people who are interested in psychic mediumship development, psychic abilities, intuition development. Um, it's also for people who are interested in spiritualism as an umbrella term and all the little subcategories that go under it. Mm-hmm. So that would be spiritism, espiritismo, and some of the other uh, subcategories. Um, and someone who's interested in magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so the classes are obviously for all levels and they are meant to really kind of give you that foundational work to understand the science and the metaphysics of how our gifts work and how energy moves through our body and how spirits work with us like on a on a biological level I Um, love that that it's complicated it's a lot of work and the classes are very intensive I kind of teach them almost like college courses. So you okay. get a lot of information, a lot of handouts, tons of homework. And then we come back, we review, and then we move on. So it's a very intense class, but that's basically the crust of it. And it's just basically meant for those type of people. And which honestly, I think is pretty much everyone. Well, I was going to say, you know, I think everyone, yeah, everyone has the, you know, again, we're all connected. We're all one. We all have the ability to tap into this. There's certainly a higher degree of curiosity than there ever used to be. Can you maybe talk a little bit about the the sort of biology element of the science element just a little bit? I know that um, for me, that's something that sort of helped me to put the spiritual pieces together. Like I'm a big quantum physics nerd. Like I love quantum physics and it's amazing how so many things in spirituality and in science, if, if you have the right perspective, you can see where they, where they sort of confirm one another, right. That they're not Mm -hmm. opposing. They're not in opposition to each other. They actually agree very much with each other. Um, you know, and, and the things that the things that we call magic, right. (laughs) We used to call a lot of things magic, Mm-hmm. that we just didn't understand. Exactly. So uh, having to have that balance too of, you know, magic is just science that we don't understand yet or, or that we don't teach in schools yet or, or whatever. <laughs> right. So, yeah. it, but can you talk about that a little bit? Because I think that that's also something that, right, that I'm working on is sort of being in my body more a little mm. bit like sort of body awareness because yes. I think that there's something in that that helps you tap in a little bit, like getting out of the mental, mm-hmm. right? And, and get into your body, get into your sensations. You- I would definitely recommend yoga. Yes, I've, I've actually started doing yoga recently, uh, pretty regularly. And I feel like that does help. But can you talk a little bit about that? Like, is there, you know, what what is it about that? Is it just because you're shutting off your mind? Is You know, there has to be a little more to it than that, right? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's funny. So I'm I'm so glad that we're entering a stage now where the body is starting to be looked at a little bit more holistically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the body spirit connection can now fully integrate. Yes, because we were having such a hard time with that. No, 100%. <laughs> right. Like, you know, again, that science, you know, science, medicine, spirituality, like, yeah. no, they're yeah. not separate. <laughs> exactly. Bring them together. And so when you when you know that you also realize that in order to overcome a a problem of the physical, I mean, um, of the spiritual, you got to go through the physical, you got, and vice versa, you know, um, in order to address either, you got to go through the other. And so, um, biologically speaking, there are proven, um, energy systems in our body. I mean, we have photography now that can take pictures of your aura. We have, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, um, I got to find this freaking, I got to find this YouTube. It was a, it was a documentary. 
oh god I wish I can remember but um it was a scientist who literally was able to photograph using like um those bioluminescent liquids that you kind of take and oh. they inject it in your body. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was able to find the quote unquote pathways of our spiritual fluids, which is a different set of pathways from your blood, you know, veins and from your um, nervous system. Um, so more because I, uh, is this can, I don't know if you do anything maybe with Chinese medicine, but I know they talk about like the natties, right? Yes, like exactly. energetic, right? Like, exactly. so chakras are kind of the main ones. And then you've got like a whole sort of energetic Network. nervous system. Yes. Right. So it's proven now we know this now. And we also I, know that's amazing. I'm gonna have to look for that. Yes. And we and we know about the chakras. We also mm-hmm. know that there's like, a hundred and something more chakras than the, just the seven that are so popular. Mm -hmm. Um, we also know that the chakras are the front of the body and the back of the body. It's too, you know what I mean? So like, there's so many things that are already like checked off on the list of saying, okay, we can prove this now. So we can start Mm -hmm. talking about this now. Right. Um, so part of that is this idea so that those nadis, right. Those, that spiritual nervous system, if you will. Mm -hmm. So there is a spiritual fluid that flows through that nervous system, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that spiritual fluid is 100% responsible for how our spiritual faculties, our clairs and all that, and our communication with spirits externally, how it all is able to manifest and how it all is able to work is through those fluids. Okay. You know, and so my whole class is understanding those fluids and then um, really getting into the self-care of the entire spiritual anatomy. Right. So that you are are a perfect vessel for your gifts. Right. I love that. And you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. And I don't know if maybe you can talk about this a little bit, but like the thing that comes up for me when you're talking about this is sort of like, we have a bit of a culture, like the sort of fitness health kick culture, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) but I think that it's kind of part of like the things that are in the, the broader consciousness sort of, um, they're the things that we are trying to tell ourselves to work on in Mm -hmm. a different way. Right. Like, so are you seeing anything, uh, you know, I guess my thought is like it, the the collective consciousness wants to do all this diet, health, physical health, sort of obsessed, obsessiveness. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's because on another level, we understand that we need to do that spiritual self care that we need to start really taking care of our energy more right Mm -hmm. and it's kind of it's like you said it starts in the physical but you have to go through the spiritual in order to get it all to work properly right Mm -hmm. so it it kind of it's like we're we have that thing in our consciousness as a big thing because we all know okay there's actually this other element you need to be working on and focusing on this this energetic spiritual self individually and collectively you know is that something that I don't know. Do do you see in even maybe just the people you work with? Is there? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Is are you seeing maybe? Say from when you started doing this kind of work to mm-hmm. now, are you seeing people coming in? Maybe I don't know. I don't know if upgraded is the right way to say it. But <laughs> but people coming in at a higher level than they used to. Sort of. Does that make um... sense? So here's so to to talk about the first part about yeah. you know, with the sickness and stuff. Yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. Like um, when something is off and the body knows something is off, it's going to inform you. Mm-hmm. And so being very intuitive and listening to your body is important. So like doing yoga, things like that. But we're also on this health kick. I mean, no offense, but that's kind of an American thing. I mean, if you go if you travel, um, you know, the people's lifestyles are a lot different and the places that you see obesity is where capitalism has gotten a nice hold and you right. see a lot of like McDonald's and KFC and all yeah, that. Yeah. 
Um, but if it's not in those areas, that doesn't exist. So what we're seeing here as a, as a collective of American psyche mm-hmm. is we're understanding our government is poisoning us. We're understanding that we are sick. We're right. understanding that the air is dirty and our water is dirty and our body is like, we got to do something. And mm-hmm. this is that push to like, you know, advocate for farmers and advocate for the um, indigenous water protectors and yeah. advocate, you know what I mean? Like, this is why we're doing the things that we're doing is because our body sees like that we're dying. We're literally yeah. dying. This <laughs> is not good for us. You know, yeah. we have more processed stuff that is not actually food and what is sold to us is food than most places. It's yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, you know, from when I started um, doing like healing work and divination and working with, with students to now, um, I'll be honest with you. It's more that I've seen an increase in curiosity. Um, the, this, I I don't want to say upgrade, but I will say the younger generations coming in now are really something special. Um, and it's, and because those of us who are now like childbearing age, because we are all aware of all this stuff, we're raising them differently as well. Right. Um, so I would say, Ask me that question in the next 20 years. Okay. And we'll see where we're at. (laughs) I I think, you know what? I I bless you for saying that my podcast will last that long. And so it will, girl. Like that. (laughs) I I love that we're manifesting that. We're going to have a 20 year check in. It's going to be fabulous. (laughs) I can't wait. And we're both going to look younger and more fabulous than we do now because we have tapped into the right things. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I love it. 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 (laughs) That's amazing. So I do want to be mindful of your time. I know that you have um, your own podcast and your own things to do. Do you have anything that, you know, is, I don't know, maybe just sort of fourth right in your mind, any messages that are sort of big in your sphere right now that you might want to share or talk about? Well, I can definitely do a nice little collective reading, but in terms of like what's going on in the universe right now, because there's so many like weird things happening with the planets and shit. Um, definitely, definitely take advantage because tomorrow, no, not tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's the new moon Mm -hmm. in Virgo. So, uh, definitely take advantage of reviewing your past and really, you know, taking inventory of the changes, really taking accountability for the person that you were And if you're in a place where you're feeling stuck or you need answers, you know, going through the past, do so with a very gentle heart, like non-judgmentally, so that you can then, as you clean out the things that no longer serve you, you are now open to inspirations and epiphanies, which will lead to the solutions to the current problems that you have right now. So just be mindful of that. Like tomorrow is a really good day for that. I love it. Uh, let's see what we got for the collective here. Oh, um, also, um, if you're interested in paranormal investigations, were you asked recently or like, um, was inquiring about that or looking into that recently? I am a big, I love paranormal investigation. I love that kind of thing. It's kind of generally in my sphere, but I have been, um, I mean, it's spooky season, you know, like I want to go out. Oh, to, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to go out to to the, you know, haunted but have you road. ever done it before? No. And I want to like I have this and this is something that's happening a lot. So it's interesting. You kind of talk a little bit about like the energy shift kind of thing, because there, I feel that a lot. And and very in the last probably like maybe week or two, I have this like. I should be at home doing this, that, and the other thing, but I just got to get out of the house. I got to go. I got to do something. I got to take a drive. I got to go for a, like just yes. this need for movement and motion. And, and I'm just like, okay, but where am I supposed to be going? What do I do with this? I, I you know, like <laughs> you okay, got the great. spiritual angst. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, what do I do with that? I, I have the energy. Okay. Where do I put it? <laughs> no, I'm, I definitely feel that. I love it. So you've got your tarot deck right there. I do appreciate that you are willing to do a reading. I think that's really great. So for your audience, that way we can 
So the advice for your audience is, okay, so this is interesting because you know how you were saying, oh, um, I'm glad that you said that I'll be here in 20 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's actually coming up that you will be doing a pot. It's not going to look just like this, though. There's okay. Other There's other things involved. And that's another reason why the paranormal investigation question came in, because once you start, you're going to get cracked out like you're going to love it. And there might be some shifts in that direction in terms of like your podcast or at least incorporating the findings and the things that happen to you during these investigations. I'm so very excited about this. This is fabulous. You you really should. And the reason why I say that is because right now the audience is waiting. Like it's, it's waiting to get bigger. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I very much do. So like they're waiting and there's, there's, from what I'm seeing here, it's like for you in particular, you're actually battling with this idea and you have a few people in mind, a few people that are also like giving you tips and like thinking like, oh, well, why don't we do this? Or why don't you try that? And like, I, I, I feel like I'm in this holding pattern of like, show me the obvious right path to follow. I'm I'm ready to do it. So go on. Go on the investigation. Okay. And just allow yourself to be open. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. I love it. I love it. All right. Whatever inspiration you get, because what I'm seeing here is once this, once you get over this hoop, you're going to, you're going to see the work ahead. It's, it's going to look like a lot, but as you start doing it, it's not going to be a lot. And it's going to be like that seed planting. And you're looking at, if you like do this now, you're looking at like January, um, where you'll start to see an increase in your audience. You'll start to see what it is or what the temperature is like out there and what it is that people want to see. Okay. This is very interesting. I like this a lot. I'm so far. I, I just, I love it. it. It's, I have been waiting for that. Like, okay, what do I go do what? And I, I do, I have those like that itchy feet thing going on. The itchy feet the, thing. Yeah. Do like the investigation. Guess, Where I, are you located by the way? So I'm in Brandon, South Dakota, and there's a road South of where I live. That is like sort of the notoriously haunted road, you know? And, and so I, I want to take my sister and I'm like, we got to just go on they call it spook road. Go. We got to just yeah. go to spook road and just drive on spook road. Uh, some, Spooky, maybe tomorrow night because it's the new moon and it'll be super yeah, dark. Fuck I, it. Get a, <laughs> get a joint cook. and just go out there and just sit and yeah. And, and you just, just see let, who let talks to me. I love it. I love it. I'm super excited. I'm, I think we might just have to just go and just see what happens. I'm super, <laughs> I love be, it. But don't be stupid. You got to wear something protective. You got to put, you know, you got to do oh, something. I got, um, I will bring along, <laughs> we'll bring along my black tourmaline. I've got some of yes. dad's ashes. Be like, I always have dad's ashes, some of my dad's ashes in my car. So like I'm always, beautiful. dad's always helping take oh. care of me when I'm driving. Oh, that's beautiful. Yay. Yes. I, yes. I'm excited. I'm going to try it. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I thank you so, so, so much for being here. Thank you for doing that reading too. That's amazing. I, so I am definitely going to share your links um, and your information in the description below. So is there anything you want to tell people about coming to find you or, or anything you have upcoming? For sure. So I'm, I'm actually working on a self-published book um, and I will- awesome get you in on those details as soon as I can. Oh, um, yes, we definitely want to share that for sure. <laughs> and obviously you can you guys can reach me on my website or on any of the social media platforms at the magical solution. And that's magical with a CK. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as like the collective, you know, you guys like it's OK, not to be like a Debbie Downer or anything <laughs> like that, OK, but like we live in a world where it's paradox. It's duality. It's when something swings one way, it's going to swing the other. That's just how it fucking works right here. And knowing that as we move forward as a collective of light beings and as a collective, um, you know, of, um, service, spiritual service people, Mm -hmm. we're going to notice that backlash also. And it's going right. to feel it's going to feel like spiritual warfare. And mm-hmm. I promise you, there's the other side of it. 
Okay. It, we're gonna, yeah. We're going to get out on the other side. So mm-hmm. just, you know, hold steadfast, take classes like mine, for example, right. where you learn those spiritual hygiene techniques, those protection techniques, and um, those ways where you can build relationships with your spirits for protection um, because you're going to need it. It just, it is what it is. Well, and, 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 and I, I would know- say, you know, this is what I really like about meeting new people like you and, and, and having this podcast is I love the idea of, of having people like you being presented to more of an audience to, cause you never know who's going to resonate with what, and you never know exactly. who's going to need the message and look and say, you know, I, I connect with you and I think your class would be right for me. Right. Exactly. And so like, I just, I love the idea of like being a sort of intermediary, I guess, in that way. You know, like, because I I do, I think it's that diversity thing that you talked about. There's so many different people and we are all so very different because everyone is going to need something different that they can connect to. Of course. Right. Of course, we're all at different levels of our spiritual growth, you know, and we got to be patient with each other. And Mm -hmm. it's not about like who's farther than the other, who's more high vibe than the other. It's not about that. You know, like we're all in this together. It's just some people are at different states of awareness, you know, and and that's where that is for them is valid for them. And you have to let them have it because you don't know what they're meant to be learning in it right now you know, and, and even just if- help where you can and help right. where you can. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, my, my, uh, my practices are very, very big on, you know, advocacy, community service, mm-hmm. and really doing um, charity work wherever you can. Because mm-hmm. um, you're right, you never know where people are, and you want to meet them where they are to help them. Yes, because that's, know? That's the only place you can meet them is where they are. Right. And don't assume that just because the man is in a mansion somewhere that he doesn't need help too. It's, it's different. No, right. Everyone, everyone needs to have, like, we're all on this path together and we're all trying to get back to the, I don't know, get back home in a sense. Right. Get back to your true self home. I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And some of us, if we know the road ahead a little bit better then you know, go back and grab some friends. Hey, yeah, man. I help Longer you. Table, not higher walls. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, it was so much fun. You are so this easy to me. talk to. I love that you will have to come back before twenty years so that we can have another conversation. <laughs> I, I when do, the book I, comes out, I'll send it. Yes. To you. Oh, absolutely. To do you. I do? I love your energy. I thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. It's been great. <laughs> I do hope we can talk again because I've really enjoyed this. Me too. Me too. Loose and loose to all of your viewers out there, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Hi again, friends. That was my conversation with Leilani of The Magical Solution. I do have her website and her social media links in the description, so you can certainly follow her, find her online, and utilize her services. I do hope that you'll check her out. Again, I just loved her energy, loved the conversation. I do hope she'll come back sometime. If you'd like to support more of this podcast, you can check out my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Abernathy Franklin. And that's the umbrella podcast for this podcast, as well as my fictional podcast, The Adventures of Abernathy Franklin. Thank you so much again, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to like, share, leave a comment or a review. Tell your friends. And until next time, my earthbound and cosmic friends, wherever you are out there, I hope you're doing well.